Another week, another episode. Yeah. So, so, la- I think it was last week we had an event after work where someone uh, asked us what our podcast was all about. They'd seen us post about it, they'd seen the name of it, and they weren't quite sure they wanted to listen or download it. <laughs> <laughs> and so, like, we just described it as a that's kind of literally the title is our mantra, like, whether it's life or raising the kid or jobs we take or trap trips we take um we just kind of say fuck it let's do it and go yeah and it's it's funny the people that i I think have heard it so far um not to talk boast about ourselves or anything but i think most people have like had got a good chuckle out of it or you know found some sort of inspirational moment out of it or or something so uh whatever it's just kind of us babbling on and evidently it's entertaining so yes semi-organized babble <laughs> <laughs> do you richard have a fuck of the week i do week? i think it's a really good one um good in hindsight i guess is probably the best way to put it so um we've got a bunch of friends who have little kids obviously um and now we have a little little one as well um and so it's always nice to text back and forth on that topic and actually have something to say as opposed to them just being like, Oh, my kid was sick this weekend and it sucked. Cause you have no frame of reference for what that's, what that's like. Well, well Kennedy, um, caught a, what we ended up finding out was a stomach bug at the end of last week. Um, we weren't sure if it was a new food that had been introduced or what was going on, but she caught a stomach bug. Um, so it started for us on Thursday night. I had fed her, her four ounces of sweet potatoes, which she, Loves and uh, she just inhaled that sweet potato sweet potato package, and so like I was just super excited that she had eaten it. She was like she was happy. She was having fun, um, and at the end of the day, sometimes it, she's not fun because she just hasn't slept or she hasn't eaten right. Well, I'm holding her in the living room, and she just has a, a solid burp that has a little bit of liquid behind it, and that's not abnormal for any baby. Um, so like I start walking her to the the kitchen to. Dump out, the, dump out the burp into the sink. That sounds so disgusting. Um, and like the minute I get to the sink, she starts to heave. Um, now we've had her do like projectile spit up before just because she ate too much or whatever, um, but never actual like I'm getting sick kind mm-hmm. of throwing up. Um, so like we threw up and that kind of surprised us both. Like our I think our adrenaline was kind of pumping. We're talking like... Uh Full on, it was, it was full on sweet potato coming back up. Well, and it was uh, like projectile. Yeah. So then, okay, she she was pretty chill after that, um, which you usually are after, after you throw up. And then about a half hour ish later, maybe less, um, she started again. Um, and this time, like it was. It was rough on her. It was rough on me. I ended up with sweet potatoes all over me. It was me. coming out her nose. It was. I felt so it was bad. Terrible. Okay, so that's bad. Um, we go do bath time, and it was my turn to do bath. So after after vomit number two, maybe it's after vomit number one. I took my shirt off because it was covered in vomit. Um, I was like, screw it. It's the end of the day. I'm just gonna sit in the house shirtless and whatever. After vomit number two of hers, we had to take her her, her onesie off because it was beyond repair <laughs> so she and i are just having a shirtless kind of night um so then we go do bath time 
and she was she was ha- like she was happy. We were having a good time. We were splashing. We had eaten a little bit, um, a little bit of milk. So I I really felt like she had just had too much in her belly, or the, maybe maybe the sweet potatoes weren't the best. Like we didn't know what was going on at that point. So I'm upstairs. Um, changing her then after the bath, put the, put her lotion on, getting her onesie on. She's laying on her back and she throws up again. So it's like comes out her mouth, lands all over her, and then she's laying in it. And I can hear and I can smell Steve making dinner downstairs. And so like I knew it's Indian food. You can't just walk away from Indian food while you're making it. So I knew I was on my own. So I, I pull off the onesie, which is basically a wet towel at this point. I think I would have cut it off. Well, it wasn't, it wasn't all the way on yet. Like, oh, I hadn't okay. even gotten that far. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, and so take her bath, back into the bathtub. And at that point, she was unhappy because she just didn't know what was going on, obviously. Um, this is a long fuck of the week. I'm sorry. It's all good. Um, <laughs> so we go do the bath again. Um, and I got her into a new, a new onesie. Got her to sleep. Didn't even feed her at that point because clearly I knew something was wrong. And I wasn't about to like go through 17 rounds of throw up just to get her to go to bed. Okay, so then she, she the weekend was rough um, for her. I slowly started to get her to keep fluids down. Well, Saturday we went out to lunch, um, and late Saturday afternoon, my stomach started to feel weird. And I was just thinking it was pasta, and I was like, I just ate too much. It, it happens. I like pasta a lot, so it was not a surprise that I would be uncomfortable after eating. But then, like at eight thirty, now I like to stay up late. Um, and so usually Steve goes to bed at nine. I'm to bed around ten ish. I realize I'm, that makes me old. Everyone, we can let people comment on that. Um, <laughs> I'm sitting there on the couch at eight forty five, and I'm like starting, like I'm starting to droop, um, and I'm I'm starting to get like semi chills. I'm like, okay, if I'm starting to feel bad, I might as well just go to bed, get a good night's sleep, because we had a busy Sunday ahead of us. Um, so we go to bed. And I crawl into bed. I'm I'm snuggled. I've got a hoodie. I'm sweatpants. Like I'm freezing. Um, and at about midnight, I'm just like I can't sleep. And I'm just tossing and turning. I'm sweating at this point. So I was like, I might as well. My stomach was still hurting. So I was like, I might as well just go downstairs and lay on the couch. At least watch TV and not keep Steve up with my tossing and turning. I get downstairs and I'm just kind of sitting there getting situated. And I'm every adult knows this feeling. You start, you start to get a little adrenaline in your mouth, um, and it's like, okay, this is about to happen. Not <laughs> sure when it's going to happen, but it's going to happen. So I stand up, and like for me, if I if my stomach is at that level and I stand up, like it just it triggers, and I'm like, okay, I'm making the walk now to the bathroom. So sh- my fuck of the week is kids should come with a warning that says if they are sick, they are going to give it to you. <laughs> Period. Because I was in the bathroom Sunday morning throwing up. That's Gross. my fuck of the week. It was not. Gross. I was not at. And I made the joke to people. And I'm like, I would much rather have been hungover throwing up. And yes, that sucks. But at least I would have had fun getting to that point. But I did nothing wrong other than take care of my child. <laughs> <laughs> so that's my fuck of the week. Mine is also related to that. Is more so. Uh, so obviously Kennedy was clearly sick. And then so was Richard. Um, found out like seven kids at daycare have this, yeah. have had this. Keep in mind, this came off of, we got this little stomach flu right off of this nasty, gross rash thing yeah. that all these kids have. And I don't, I mean, I knew that, or I had been, I had been told that um, daycares are just a cesspool of germs. Yeah. 
I had no fucking it's idea true. until we have a kid in one, and every two weeks we have something. Yeah. Um, and I mean, I look at all these, like, I walk in there and I see all these little kids who are just sick or they're coughing, and I'm like, fuck. Yeah. Get my kid out of here. <laughs> Uh, God bless them. Like they sterilize and they, they do everything they can to keep it yeah. as healthy as possible. But, but good I mean, if Lord, you, I mean, you have one kid sneezing, they're not covering their mouth. So the germs are just flying. You can't stop it. I mean, <sighs> Terrible. Yeah. It, it was rough. And <clears throat> I felt bad. Like I was laying on the couch while you were trying to take care of her on Sunday morning and play with her. But I was like, I can't, if I sit up, I'm going to throw up again. So you were on your own. <laughs> it's all good. She was actually in a pretty good mood. She so was. I'll take it. Yeah. So, been a week here, but we are all on the upswing. Uh, might be tired, worse for the wear, but um, it's Friday, so not much to complain about at this point. We have a fun topic for today. We have a fun topic for today, which we will kick off right after this. So we're back. I have a fun topic for today. Yes, probably. I, I'm, I'm excited to hear some of this from actually from your end. I haven't, I don't know if I've heard too much of we haven't talked about your experiences. Yeah. So, uh, we're going to talk about dating today. And I realize that's probably a little weird coming from two old married, two married old farts that we are. I beg your pardon. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, it'll, it'll come with a little bit of background on our dating life and, and that kind of thing. But, um, I mean, I think I'll just go ahead and get started. The the uh, both of us have pretty different life experiences when it comes to coming out of the closet and how do we get used to um, finding someone that's for us? And you know, how many bad eggs do you got to run into before you get a good one? And how many ugly frogs you got to kiss before one turns into a prince? Um, <clears throat> Steve kissed a lot of. Frogs. No, no, no. I wouldn't say <laughs> I kissed a lot of frogs. Uh, that's a little extreme. Um, but yes, I would say I probably have had more dates than you for sure. That's not even a not even a question. question. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, I figured, Richard, why don't you tell people a little bit about like when you were starting to come out of your shell a little bit as a gay person, oh and you we're trying to figure out how do I date? How do I find dates? Like what was like, what were your criteria? Um, that sort of thing. God, I like, so I would have been 21, 22 when I started to quote date. Um, and was this men or women? Men. Okay. I never technically dated women. Okay. Um, so the, the, back then that would have been 2000 and, for 2005, 2006, like we didn't have Grinder. I mean, there was Match, I feel like, at that point, um, a couple other dating sites, but they were not focused on the gay community. So I never joined those. I did join um, a site called XY, which is no longer around. It was a magazine at, at the time. Um, Hotornot.com. Did not join that. I did. Oh boy, we'll get into that. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so, like that was that was really the only mechanism for, as, outside of like friends saying, "Oh, you should meet so and so," or "So and so wants to date you," or whatever. Um, and so, the criteria really just I needed someone who was near me, um, and then somewhat around my age, I wanted someone who um, I don't know wasn't. 
who, who, who cared about their fitness or who wanted to eat right or, you know, was a non-smoker was uh, something I did care about. Um, other than that, like I didn't have criteria. Like I just wanted to date. Like I just, whatever that was, I wanted to do it. Really bad answer, but it's the truth. I just wanted to date all of y'all, everyone who just like, as long as you cared about food and I want to date you. Yes. yes. He was all over you. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, give me some of that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so why don't you tell us about one of your first bad eggs then? Well, I, I, it wasn't a bad egg. Like I don't have a lot of bad eggs. I just have so, so experiences, I guess. Um, I don't have stories like you are going to have. Um, <laughs> part of that is law of large numbers. Um, but guys, he's making me sound like a whore. <laughs> just so you know, <laughs> and I'm a prude because I went on like seven dates in my life. Um, one was with this wonderful, wonderful, um, guy named Paul. Um, hi Paul. <laughs> um, we went out for pizza. We both went to the same college. Um, I don't remember. We, I think we just had mutual friends or something. And so we went out for pizza. Uh, it was Thursday or Friday night probably. And we shared a pizza at a local um, pizza place in Cedar Falls. And we ordered, I forget the name of it, but it was basically a jalapeno pizza. And it's not like their pizzas are good. I, we both love their pizzas. I don't, I, don't think we, I don't think either of us had tried it before. And so we go, let's try it. Word of caution for anyone who's on a first date. Don't stray from something you know like is not going to be good. Like the pizza was fine. It was just like super, super hot. So like we, it just kind of, it was a funny moment in the date and it made us laugh. But at the same time, it really kind of turned off the, any chance at like any romantic feeling because like, because it was spicy. Yeah. Because like we were just like dying. We could, we like, we, we, we were just dying. Oh um, boy. Yeah. Um, so like, again, it was nothing wrong between us. It was just the food kind of destroyed. So why the didn't mood. anything ever happen? I don't know. Um, might have not have been each other's type by the end of it. We may have gone on one other date outside of that. I don't know. Timing, life. He's he's not married in Connecticut, so to a man. What to a man? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sometimes you don't know. Yeah. Sometimes they revert. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. You get to you get to say something now. Oh, I don't want to well, just tell my semi. <laughs> I only real. I mean, I have three probably good stories for today, but, um, so I was, I was, so for those of you who, who, um, don't listen to the podcast or are, are not close with Richard and I, I went to a pretty conservative Christian school and, um, like Richard at that time, there weren't a lot of, um, dating sites or, or I don't know, online places to meet, uh, especially gay people, but really almost people in general. Yeah. I think there was some like some hyper Christian places, which I didn't, but I heard of um, through a friend, this site called hotornot.com. And I'm really curious if it's still around. I have not looked in so I many years. Talk. Uh, yeah, he's going he's gonna to type it in and see if we can't figure it out. Um, and essentially what this site was is um, you could, you put your picture up and then people would vote whether they thought you were hot or you were not hot. And very shallow when you think about it. Yeah. <laughs> Terrible. And then typically if you said yes, they thought you were hot or you thought they were hot and then yes, um, you thought they were hot, vice versa, you know, um, 
you would have the opportunity to message one another. Uh, and, and so I guess what is that app nowadays where you swipe left, swipe, swipe right? Tinder. Tinder. So it was like the first version of Tinder. I mean, you look at, he was looking at me like, well, you don't know what Tinder is? No, I don't date anymore. I'm married to you, old man. I don't um, date either. I just know things. <laughs> um, and they are... So basically, I met my first boyfriend on HotOrNot.com. You did not? Yeah. Oh, shit. I didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jason, if you're listening, hey, how are you? Um, and honestly, besides you... Um, definitely like my, I would say that's probably my best relationship and I'm still friends with him and he's an amazing person. So, wow. Yeah. Uh, so that's definitely, that's not the funny story, but that's probably where I started to learn like what I was attracted to. Keep in mind at this point, I was still in this conservative college where I was actually just broke up with a girl. Um, cause I wasn't, you know. I really wasn't into that, and <laughs> uh, I mean, it, it was what it was. I actually did date a few girls, and uh, most of them were cover stories. Um, so, uh, I, I eventually, I moved to San Diego, and that's where I, I got, found Grinder. But I don't know if you know of this site, and I don't even know if it exists anymore either. Um, but it was called AdamForAdam.com. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Um, and you remember that one, weren't you? I was. Oh boy! And I didn't. Uh, I didn't really know. Like, I knew what Grinder was, but I didn't know what, how like extreme Adam for Adam was um, sexually. Like, at least in oh, yeah. San Diego, like that was the hookup thing you go to. Yeah. And I didn't know that. I remember trying to like find actual dates and go to dinner with with guys on there, and they're like, "What the fuck." Like, this is not this the is not place. what I signed up for. No, this is not <laughs> why you're here, dude. Um, so that was very short-lived, but I remember that it was what that one as well. Um, um, and I did get one date out of that, and it was a guy named Daniel. And uh, this, <laughs> keep in mind, this website is all about hooking up with someone. Uh, I think he anticipated having sex with me after our date, um, which honestly I don't think is, it's a, that's a pretty, this is a stereotype, but I think it's a pretty common generality. That's a common thing in the gay community. And, um, (laughs) he asked me on our date, uh, if I was HIV positive or not. What year was this? Uh, 2008 or nine. Okay. Probably. Um, and I said, no, I'm not HIV positive. Uh, and he asked for my blood results to prove it. Which everyone carries around with them, by the way. Like, that's in my wallet, ready to go. Yeah. I mean, I mean keep case. in mind, we didn't have, like, iPhones you didn't. to keep yeah. screenshots of. Or, like, there was nothing like that. Um, and so I was floored. I was like, are you kidding me? Are you seriously asking? And he, was, and he ended the date because I didn't have the test results. That's that's a bad, <laughs> bad, bad day. Which, by the way, also left me with the check. How bad was the check? Well, I would say it was an Italian restaurant, so it was probably okay. he had, it was probably a twenty one dollar meal for him. Okay, that's nice of him. So it wasn't terrible, but it was also that's, like that's bullshit. Yeah, crazy. <sighs> so should probably add some color commentary to Richard, making me look like a whore. Um, I, 
<laughs> which I don't think. I just I like to have fun at his expense it's because true. I think these stories are amazing. Um, He's told me several times I need to write a book, but who has time for that? Um, you can tell the stories. I will write the damn thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was really kind of closeted for such a long time and uh, I didn't really ever find and didn't think that I was ever attractive until I actually moved to San Diego and started to go experience a little bit of gay culture and found that, hey, these guys actually think I'm good looking. This is weird. What do I do with this attention? And um, I didn't know how to handle it. And so um, I should also mention at the time that I was living in San Diego, I was pretty, for the most part, I was pretty um, poor. Uh, and so there are actually, there were times I would actually, I hate to admit this, but there were times <laughs> I would go on dates just for the meal, just because a guy would want to take me to dinner and I needed to eat. Um, life is real folks. Life is real. Like it is. I know we have a big, beautiful home now. And like, I think from the outside it, you know, we have a pretty great life, but there has been struggle, I think for both of us. And, um, that is definitely one, another one of those reasons I had so many quote unquote dates, yes, which, is, which I know there so. was a little bit of ulterior motive there, but, yeah. um, yeah, I did. I, there were a lot of, a lot of legitimate dates that honestly usually were one date and I was not really one to hook up. I'm, I don't ever think I really hooked up ever. Yeah. Um, it's just, it wasn't in my, it's not in my DNA. And so, um, I was always going on these dates looking for someone to actually connect with because I wanted a husband and I wanted a, a, a child and to have the, the ha- you know, the house and the, all of that. Yeah. And I just learned that through so many of those dates, they were one-offs because they're like, they want to hook up or as soon as they said they smoked, see ya, yeah, or sure. they don't want kids, see ya. Like, it's just not, none of those things worked for me. So I would, it would end and yeah. it would go to the next one. Yeah. So go to the next one (laughs) and look, you were in the lineup. How you doing? I I showed up. I ended up on the roster. So yeah. (laughs) Uh, Daniel, if you're listening, screw you, buddy. I hope he's listening. Hope he's found found you. (laughs) Um, one again, these minor anticlimactic compared to compared to Steve's. Um, I had one that, happened in between um my ex and then meeting steve uh had met on okcupid um which i actually loved as a dating website was this david no no this is a one time i think his name was peter i think okay um peter with a big peter i don't know (laughs) didn't didn't get that far god um Da, 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 da. That threw him off his game books. <laughs> um, so we met on OKCupid, and like I think we messaged for two or three weeks. Um, and he seemed super interesting. Um, the work he was doing was in music, um, and so I was like, "Yeah, let's go grab coffee one Sunday." So it's like Sunday at noon. We met at um, God. I can't. What's that fancy ass French place? Not Pret, but the other one in New York. I'm drawing a blank. All right, whatever. Sorry. Um, so we met there, and like within the first five minutes, I knew that this was the last time I would see this person. Um, oh boy! Yeah, not because they were. I could. I could clearly tell they were interested in me, and like I was still interested in like what I was learning from him. From the because I think he worked at like um, the Met or 
worked with me. He worked with like classical music type stuff. So, um, it was super interesting and different and, um, but yeah, just the personality, everything just was not, which you can't tell through, you know, online communication. Like you really have no way to know that it's just not going to work. And within those first five minutes I knew. And so we were there for like 90 minutes and then it's like, how do you say goodbye when you hundred percent know this goodbye is the last, the last goodbye, the last goodbye, <laughs> the first and the last goodbye. <laughs> now I sound bad, um, but it's like, yeah, it was nice meeting you. And I don't even know that we sent a message to each other afterwards. So, again, not a terrible, not like the world's worst first date, but not a good first date by any stretch. Of the I think we've all had those where yeah. we're like, we're much like, ooh, not, not, ooh, not curse falls out of your mouth as soon as you open it. Hundred percent. Oh. Oh boy, yeah. that's not going to work for me. Yeah. Had a lot of those. <laughs> Had a lot of those. What uh, for people who maybe don't know your interests? What at the time or even now? And maybe it's the same. Who sure. knows? Uh, what type of guys were you interested in? Like, what were their and physical characteristics? They needed to be fitter than not. Is probably that. Um, so thin. Are we talking skinny guys? Are we talking muscle hunks? Or are we I talking don't want about? someone who can bench press my car. Um, that, that's crossing <laughs> the line for me. Um, I like how he said want. Did you notice that, notice that folks? Continue. Wait, what? Go on. What did I miss? <laughs> Go on. Um, I'm, I, I, height never mattered to me. Um, hair color never mattered. I, I mean, eye color never mattered. Um, beards I don't like very much, but if you want scruff, that's fine because I have scruff, so that, that works. Um, yeah, like I don't... Yeah, I, I never really got into the, do you check this box? Do you check that box? Um, I had to, having so many dates. Yeah, it must have been rough. I had to be like, okay, mm, you have a gap in your teeth. Nope. Oh, my God. This is like, maybe we shouldn't have done this episode. <laughs> so bad. I, I was, I mean, I was a sheltered church boy in this big pool of you beautiful, you big, yeah. big, beautiful California men. Yeah, and so that's the other challenge that I had that I experienced in New York being single. Like, because everyone's so busy and it, there's a million dates you can have, like, people are actually super picky about dates in New York. Yeah. Um, and even I had trouble finding the time to go on them um, and find a mutual time that everyone you know, could do. So that, that, that was a challenge, but, um, yeah, uh, I didn't really have a type that I was looking for, but I also had, I had probably had more deal breakers from a personality standpoint. Mm-hmm. Um, like if you were just a super negative person or only like to talk about yourself or only like to be in your cell phone or like those things, not going to work. Like, no. Yeah. I feel you there. Yeah. Um, I, what about like, and we don't need to go too far down this road, Whoa! but what did you date a lot of different races when you like, did you, I never, I didn't, and it wasn't by choice or design. Oh, you were in the Midwest. I was right? in the Midwest and, and especially 15 years ago, there weren't many non-white out gay men. I mean, there just weren't. Mm-hmm. Um, I was where I was in San Diego. Yeah, which which would have been different for you. And in New York, it was very different, obviously. And so, like, um, actually, I remember one person in college who was Indian who was gay. We we just weren't each other's types, and we knew that. Like, we were just friends, and mm-hmm. that, that was what it was. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, there just was never an opportunity to 
to date someone non-white. Yeah. I think I've probably dated every race that you can imagine. <laughs> um, and most of them I had more than one date with, I would say most of, I would say every race there's been like a three or four week at yeah. least yeah. stint on that yeah. to see if, and, um, some of the nicest guys ever. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Like, um, like just, I said, not by design, just kind of, yeah, happened. just didn't have, yeah, yeah kind of didn't work out. Yeah. But, um, my, my other, another hilarious story is we were, um, I was actually on a really, really good date. And I actually don't remember his name. Oh. Must, must have not been that good, huh, huh buddy? Sorry. <laughs> um, it's, evidently, it's the really negative ones that stick out. <laughs> um, and we actually went and grabbed some food at um, a Mexican restaurant in San Diego. And then we went to grab a cupcake around the corner at a cupcake shop. And um, Imagine that. He wanted a cupcake. Folks. I know. Crazy. Um, it was, the date was going great. Like I liked him. He wanted kids. He didn't smoke. He was attractive. Um, he did, <laughs> didn't ask to see my blood results. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, big qualifiers. Um, but one of the questions he asked me when we got there is as he's taking like his first bite of the cupcake is, and this, I experienced this with multiple men in San Diego is who have we slept with in common? And keep in mind, you're talking to a person who is probably still a little prude and doesn't hook up. Yeah. Like, I, I looked at him and I was like, no one. Because I, I don't do that. And he was kind of put off by the fact that, like, I don't know. I, th- I, th- I don't think he was put off by the fact that we didn't have people we slept with in common. But I think it alluded to the fact that I don't necessarily go that far in the right. first few dates. And right. I think that's probably annoying to him. Sure. And uh, he literally like took the cupcake. He's like, "It's been nice, nice getting to know you. Thanks so much." And gave me a hug. Bye. And pissed off with his cupcake. Yeah. <laughs> because this girl didn't put out. Oh boy. Yeah. That's pretty good. I. So here's here's a follow up question. Yeah. How was the cupcake? Mine are better. Oh. Okay. So not good. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't terrible. It's just mine are better. So, uh, typically like when it, with guys, I, I looked for, uh, athletic built. So I don't know. I don't necessarily need them ripped, but I also don't want them like, I don't want to feel like I'm going to break you cause you're so skinny. Ironically, I was that skinny. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, so I was, I'm trying to think of someone famous who would probably fall in line with that body type. Probably like a like a Darren Chris. Yeah. Like he's not overly fit. No, but he's not but he's not breakable. Right. He's like in that like that That's, was that'd be, that would be my for me like how I would want to look. That's where I'd where I'd want to be. Yeah. That's yeah. well, makes sense. That's why I chose you. Hello. I'm trying. Um and so usually I was drawn to dark hair, dark eyes. Hello, look at you. Yep, how yeah. are we doing? Dark and mysterious, that's um me. I usually preferred a little scruff. I don't want a beard as well, um, but I you did look at teeth. Teeth were huge to me. Their shoes were huge to me. What did I wear on the first day? Didn't I? Tennis shoes. That was a bit of a turnoff. In fairness, I couldn't feel. I still was, had pain <laughs> in my feet from running the marathon two days before. So just it's true. That's, that's why I gave you a little slack because I was like, well, I just did run a marathon, so I guess it's fine. Um, <laughs> my hip was out of place. Like, shut up. 
<laughs> um, and then like typically like they're just how well they take care of themselves. Like, are they well groomed? Like, do they look like they put effort into yeah. have like, they cared a little bit? Yeah. Um, and you know, it's, it's little things like, did they come in a wrinkled shirt? It's well, that's, I don't really care about your shirt. It's more of like, did you take the time to, because you care about yourself enough to get dressed and make yourself presentable. Like that's really, that was a big indicator of like, okay, you showed up wearing that and ugh, baggy pants. That was out. See ya. Then it's a good thing I was wearing. I oh, did. I wear shorts. Shorts. Okay, good. Shorts. I was still in the process of updating my wardrobe. Yeah. You lucked out. I don't know what you yeah. were wearing, but I mean, I don't know what shorts you were It was shorts. Yeah, I don't remember what shorts either. And a maroon shirt. Yeah, the maroon shirt, which I still have. So, yeah. Yeah. Oh, dating. I'm glad I don't do it anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we have friends I'm like that are still dating. I'm like, oh, I feel sorry for you, but at the same time, I'm like, I don't ever want to do that again. No. I don't even want to talk about that again. But we're talking about it. I know. Damn it. Sorry. It was a, it's a, it's a funny topic just because everyone has different experiences and some people like met their love at 21 and that's, that's worked out for them. And for us, it did not work that way and that's okay, but have some stories along the way. So you should tell everyone about David. You have this hatred towards this person who you, whom you've never met. I don't want to say hatred. That's a really strong word. I, it's not, and it's more of like a ha, 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 ha. It is what it is. More for me than it is anyone else. So before I met Steve, I'd met David through, I think it was OkCupid, okay I feel like. That's um, why I thought it was him, because I think that's who you, yeah. what you told me before. Um, and that's like a month. That would have been two months before I met you. Probably. Um, he was a f- flight attendant for JetBlue. Um, and we met for a date. And I don't remember what the first date was now that I think about it. Um, w- but we always did food on our dates. Like, it was just something we did. And and, and we had like four or five dates. Um, had a good time every time. Um, one of the best ones was, um, it was like a, f- I think it was right after I got off work, we went to this random sports bar in Manhattan and um, had wine and onion rings <laughs> that's all we did oh my gosh so and we, we we embraced the trashiness of it um so steve so when i met steve he and i were still kind of dating it wasn't exclusive and we both knew it yeah you and something. david were still dating yeah, yeah me and david yeah. were still dating um because he was as a flight attendant he was gone a lot so we were anytime we'd find the time to get together we would um which was not as often as you really needed to be as you're trying to like get to know someone and progress any chance of a relationship. Um, and so met Steve, um, and I was up front with Steve at some point. I don't remember when I... Yeah, there's a whole episode on us meeting, by yeah, the way. Yeah, but I don't remember when I would have told you about David. Like, was it that... Oh, it was after... After, the, after I got back to New York, probably? Oh, way after that. Okay. Before I moved there. Well, I, well duh. Like, I would say like a week or two before... No, it was faster than that because so here's what happened. Whenever I told you, you were like, "I'm gonna get him out of the picture," and blah blah. Because no, oh, because right. because we became official like a month after I left San Diego. So and two months before you came to New York. So yeah. Um, anyway, um, it was probably a week or two after I got back to New York. I don't even know that I'd seen David again because he'd been so busy. So like he and I were texting, and I was just like where's this going? What are we doing? And, and he was the one who was just kind of upfront that, um, 
he's just not going to have the time to invest. I'm like, you know what? I kind of feel the same way. Like, I like you. You're a good person, and we get along well, but we can't just drag each other along just because we have fun when we're together. So mm-hmm. um, that was one that that was one that ended amicably, which is a good thing. Yep. Um, but I won. You won. Sucker. You win. Sucker. There's a scene from The West Wing when... I think it is the last episode when uh, Santos is standing on the the podium with his wife and she's talking about how um, she won by getting the guy. So, yep, you're kind of, yep, you're, you're Mrs. Santos in this situation. Hey. (laughs) So yeah, that was the last person I dated before you. So that, I'm going to, that's a question. Who's the last person you want to date, went on a date with before me? Oh, that's going to be hard to answer because I was like... I went on so many dates and my God. No, I was in a really transitional point in my life right then. So I I had moved to New York initially first and then I had a death in the family. Um, And then so I moved back to Colorado for a while to support my family. And then I I wanted to get back to New York really badly, but I, I just couldn't make that happen. And so I moved back to San Diego with a friend of mine and... Honestly, I was not dating for a while, I think just with grief and all the change and not being settled and all of that sort of thing. Um, I was just, I don't even know. I I really can't even remember the last person prior to you. All right. Um, it It was a long time. I would say it was probably. There wasn't there a guy in Denver when you were home? Over yeah. Christmas or something? Yeah, we didn't date. We okay. just talked okay. on on Grinder. Okay. Um, he's still a friend of mine. Okay. Um, but and he's married now, and and they they do their own thing. But yeah, okay. his name's Randy. Ironically, same name as your dad. Same as my dad. Um. So yeah, he. We were just friends. There was a guy that wanted to meet me in when I was at home, but he was just not. Not going to happen? No. <laughs> if I wanted someone 30 years older, sure. But I'm good. I'll pass. Thanks. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah. The uh, last story I will tell is um, usually it's people's favorite, I would say. Um, it was with a gentleman named Nick. And I have a hard time with this name ever since then. Oh, God. Um there, I used to love to go to La Jolla Shores in in California. It was they have like um, beautiful beach scenes. Like it's just it's really expensive to to go there, but there's an amazing coffee shop that I'm really curious actually if it's still there. And um, I went there and met this guy named Nick, and uh, super attractive. I mean, we're talking like could be a model, attractive. Um, and I was super, super insecure because I'm like, I am, he is way out of my league. Uh, we're talking like young Brad Pitt level hot, like good looking man. Um, and, uh, he was really warm. Like his personality was super, super warm. So when he like, uh, when he first met me, he gave me a full on hug, not like this weird little awkward semi hug. Like it was a full on hug, which was also like a really good sign. Cause it's, it's just showed to me that he was personal. And, um, I was like, wow, you've so far, you've got it all going for you. He was like educated. He had a, his doctorate at that point. 
Um, he had a really nice house in La Jolla and it was, it was, I should have known something what was happened. Up. You remember this. You just don't remember. I don't remember. I don't know. If I, I don't think the, I don't know for the front story. So, yeah. um, and so we, he was like, Hey, I'll pay for your coffee after, you know, oh, okay. I'm back with you. Uh, Sorry, everybody. we went to the coffee shop. So we, I ordered my coffee. He's like, I'll pay for yours. So I was like, wow, look at this. I've had to pay for so many others. This is nice. Someone's paying for mine. What a real gentleman. Um, so I go and I find a seat outside, um, which was, it's like near the, near the ocean and there was like beautiful views. And I was like, this is great. Um, and it was like probably 6 PM. So late for coffee, but it was still, it was still nice. Um, he gets, I ordered a venti coffee and it was, and I usually a like big coffee in case you're curious. Yes. A big, large coffee. And I got it extra hot cause I'm just weird and I like my coffee really hot. Um, and it was getting a little colder. So I mean, that's why we got hot coffee and we sat there and we talked for a while, while I mean probably 10 minutes or so. And all of a sudden he's like scoots closer, which is fine. <laughs> Sorry. Like you're obviously into me. That's cool. Um, you're not like being weird. So he just kind of scooted closer and he full on grabs my crotch. <laughs> and I'm not talking like just sets his hand on my pants. I'm talking like full grab, like you're holding on to a vegetable type of thing. Like I, and I remember I was this prude little church boy who had not, I still wanted this type of experience that I wanted and I still wanted a certain type of guy and the type of guy that I would wanted would never do that and would always respect me more than that. Um, I was so mad. I pulled his hand off of my lap. I opened up my venti latte oh and I, I can't believe we did this. dumped it on his crotch. And I said, don't you ever fucking touch me again. And I left and I never saw did him he again. scream like that. He, he I would have said so many bad words. He just said, what the fuck? What the fuck? What the fuck? Like over and over and over again. Oh my um, and I, I left. Like, I didn't stick around to find out how he felt. I was like, no, no, no. You don't get to violate me. Yeah. And then act like, what the fuck just happened? Yeah. Um, so, I mean, some would probably call that assault on his part and probably on my part. <laughs> Your part a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yeah. So, I literally dumped the entire coffee he oh, paid God. for. Um, <laughs> sorry, guys. That is our dog, Aiden, you can hear. Dogs, I tell you. Um, so yeah, that's yeah. I've that's, had some doozies. You've had some doozies, and and I appreciated you sharing them because dating sucks, and it's a roller coaster. I know some some of our listeners are in the dating world at the moment, and they tell us stories about getting ghosted and shit like that, and like that never happened to to us. 15 nope. years ago, I feel like. And now it's just the thing. Like, you just stop talking. And it's like, why? Just say it. There's not a match here. Move on. Like, yeah. be adult about it. But Yep. Uh, any other stories you want to tell? No. <laughs> I mean, that that's the one everyone loves is the coffee on the crotch. Yeah. So. <laughs> that's a, that is such a good sto- story. All yours were good stories. Mine were mediocre. So I'd say I should go on some, some more dates and get some better stories. Don't but you dare. I don't think I will. No. I'll, I'll, I'll <laughs> chop your balls off. <laughs> Uh, so I want to end on a funny note. Um, not that, it, not that this wasn't funny. Um, 
I want to go back to something that happened at your office last week um, that you texted me about when it was happening. Um, there's a movie that we like to watch. Oh my gosh. <laughs> He's got a smile on his face, everybody. Um, he texted me a meme of Chris Farley holding the roll from the restaurant in, <laughs> in Tommy Boy. <laughs> Do you want to tell a little bit of the story? Of Tommy Boy? Not of Tommy Boy. I think oh. we can talk about it, but like what happened in this meeting? We were, we were on a client. We were meeting with a client, and uh, there was – it's a pretty loosey-goosey client. It wasn't anything too formal, and um, we were – I actually don't even remember the initial reference that got us going, but um, there were some younger people that I work with that honestly had no idea what Tommy Boy was, and I was personally offended by that. I'm offended by it. I wasn't um, there. And then there. But there was me and an, uh, another gentleman that I work with, uh, Joe. Hi, Joe, if you're listening. And, uh, he's around our age and, um, he said something, we, we got on one of the lines of, of, um, Tommy boy. Yeah. of Tommy boy. And he, um, immediately like holds up the roll. Like he fakes, like he's holding up a roll and he's petting it and he's doing all the little motions. And all of a sudden this meeting turns into quoting Tommy boy lines uh, you know, like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> <Min fio pino. laughs> uh, you know, like <laughs> me jack you off. Uh, <laughs> like this is what this has turned into. And he, um, I remember what it was. I remember, uh, someone messed up on some data or something in the call and I looked at him and I was like, What'd you do? <laughs> Which is a line out of the tongue. And he was the only one who got, got it. it. Um, and so the whole meeting just kind of turned into Tommy, Tommy Boy quotes. Boy. And it was the best meeting of my so life. So you're telling me the story that night when you get home. And I start reciting the scene from the restaurant uh, when he's holding the pet and talking to Helen. And I'm just losing it. And I wasn't even there. So it was a good way to end the day. It's so funny. Yes. It's so funny. Tommy want wingy. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, goodness. If you guys haven't seen Tommy Boy and you need a good laugh, highly recommend. I think it's on, It's either on Hulu or Netflix, I feel like. So. You have to pay for it on Hulu, I love Oh, you do? Okay. Yep. I don't see it on Netflix. All right. So. Fine. Well, pay for it because it is worth the laugh. Or if you know us, just come borrow our copy. That's it's fine. Yep. Oh, okay. That's it for this week's episode of Fuck is Our Mantra. If you guys have funny dating stories, uh, I personally find them incredibly entertaining. Uh, I mean, probably because I've been there. Yes. Uh, <laughs> please tell us. I think uh, we want to definitely want to share some as we kind of share some on, on, on uh, LinkedIn. So yeah. you can do it anonymous, anonymously. We won't tell on you LinkedIn? who you are. Um, wow. LinkedIn. Instagram. Wow. We're going to go ahead and change all this to LinkedIn. This is going to turn into it's a business. It's going to be a new, yeah, new kind wow. of Wow. Sorry. Yes, yeah, folks. We'll, we will post a story. Um, so go to our, our um, feed right now, Richard and Steve on Instagram. We'll post a story with a question that you can respond to, um, and we'll post and comment on, uh, on the stories we get. So please do that, um, and come back again in two weeks for the next episode of Fuck Is Our Mantra. Yes, and stay away from those frogs. Ribbit. <laughs>
This podcast was mixed and produced by Sprout Media, a digital media firm in Des Moines, Iowa, who believes in doing things differently. They believe in putting consumers and clients first, being a partner in marketing, and inspiring your tomorrow. They build websites, create digital media strategies, shoot and produce videos, and edit and produce podcasts just like this one. Check out Sprout Media at gosproutmedia.com where you can subscribe to their podcast, The Buzz Addiction, or even request a free consultation. That's ghostsproutmedia.com.